All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming in Hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan joining me. Uh, it is presented as always by Botano. Go to botano.ca. Uh, gentlemen, as you start your Monday, I see Yorkie, you spent a lovely weekend in Toronto, had some great steak. Mm-hmm. Bobby, on the on the other hand, had cotton candy. I did. I had a <laughs> I had cotton candy and and chicken tenders and fries with my guy. We had a little daddy daddy Sunday yesterday, and uh, originally we were supposed to take him to Monster Jam. There was a miscommunication with the ticket, so we we had to completely wing the day, and uh, it turned out being a good one. So the video of him carrying a a, a human head sized cotton candy out of there was pretty good. <laughs> How much does a human head size thing of cotton candy cost? Like eighteen dollars, like U.S. dollars, so twenty five, <laughs> thirty up there. Um, I had no no clue what I was getting into, but he's um, he's like, I really want the Spider Man cotton candy, and they they do it right in front of you. It's kind of like going to Marble Slab or whatever it is, where they cook everything right in front of you, and it, it, was, it was it was a cool experience. But when they were like eighteen dollars, pardon. <laughs> so, I, don't I don't know he was he was happy let me oh. guess he didn't nap uh no 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 there was no nap no actually there was it's incredible when you see that 15 minute switch isn't it like that's what, i dropped him <laughs> off with the other I, I was like i'm out of here have a good day <laughs> yeah pa- parent parent hey bobby parent parent tip 
parent tip for you here too. When you go out, never get your kids red Gatorade. Hey, Wally, you hear this yeah, one? Yeah. Red Gator, red Gatorade makes your kids go nuts. There's something with the red dye, and it just they just spaz out. Really? And you combine that, combine that with the cotton candy, and uh, they'll, you know, they're not going to, they're not <laughs> going to sleep for days. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, stay with uh, coming in hot for more parenting tips. Um, boys, it's been a uh, busy weekend for the Sens. They had the skills competition. But before that, they had a little bit of an issue with the Seattle Kraken as they gave up eight even strength goals. Uh, and we made this, uh, we had this debate about who should start the game, whether it should have been Forsberg coming off the shutout or Talbot, who hadn't played in eight days. Well, they both played. So there's that. Uh, Forsberg got the start. He made two saves on five shots. That's a 400 save percentage, gentlemen. Um, and then Cam Talbot, who took the loss, unfortunately, had a 737 save percentage. Okay, gentlemen. Uh, Bobby, I'm going to start with you. Would you, A, I know you would have started Forsberg, but at the end, was this the right call? And B, was goaltending the issue? No, I mean, when you're giving up eight even strength, goaltending is not the only issue. There's, there's, a lot of them that kind of compounded through that game. Um, but I, I don't know. You can't, I mean, you cannot defend the 400 save average. There's just no way around it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, um, I guess, who they come back with or what the answers are going forward here. Um, but it was, it was just ugly. It was, it was just an ugly night. Crazy, eh? Eight. You ever play with Mike Sillinger, uh, Bobby? Mike Sillinger, that's, that's probably I, a trick question. I haven't. That's... He's Mike Soldier played with everybody. everybody. He's played with everybody. <laughs> Anytime we, I, I played with him on Anaheim. I played with him on Ottawa. I played with the minors. If we ever gave up eight, he'd always say eight, skate and donate. I still don't know what that means, but um, I don't know who. The only goals I didn't really like in that one, the first goal of the game, I didn't like that. It was a righty coming in on a strong side. That's probably want to save there. And then the fourth one, same thing. Uh, it was another one of those strong side shots, but I think that was one on Talbot. But yeah. I, I think you got to give the goaltenders a little bit of leeway here. They've been really good for a long time here. Yeah, uh, they've won a lot of games. Yeah, they they, they've been great. It's just a just an off night for both of them, and it was bound to happen. Ottawa's been on such a heater lately. They've been playing great, um, and you're going to have stinkers. I to me, that's one you grab that tape or DVD, whatever the guys are putting it on right now, and you just throw it in the garbage. There's nothing good yeah. going to come from watching that game. Um, a lot of guys didn't have good nights, and you just hope they have a bounce back against Nashville. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. Just get rid of just flush. Again, we talked about that a couple shows yeah, ago. Just, You're going to drop a dud. Just flush it and go. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and we'll get to Tim Stutzler's four-point night in a sec, but when you're in those games, uh, like – how early can you tell that this is about to be a bad night, uh, Yorkie? Oh, you, oh, Yorkie, you feel it quick. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I that was bad because everything was going in. But the strange thing is, they they got it to three three. Then it's three three, yeah. and you're like thinking, okay, this is we're not having a great one, but maybe we can squeak one out here. We got three three here, and all of a sudden, oh shit, another goal goes in, and. You can kind of tell too when your goalies aren't obviously when your goalies aren't feeling it. The first guy gets pulled after what was it four or five shots. Talbot comes in yeah. and then he lets in a shitty one. So it's just it wasn't the goaltenders' night. So I I, I would think you, you're feeling it when you know your goalies don't have it. Um, and I I got to correct myself too because you brought it up, Wally. 
there was one bright spot. I know we'll talk about him later. Timmy Stutzla, what a night he had, four points. But, yeah, I can tell as a self, myself when a player where my legs are crappy. I'm like, man, short shifts, not feeling the legs. Just keep things simple tonight. Um, but, uh, the, again, it's it, to me, it's that was more of just a, a bad night for your two goalies. And, uh, you know, the Senators have got a lot of breaks lately. They've, a lot of things have gone their way. Yeah. And in that game, pretty well – Everything went against them except Timmy Stutzla was uh, was feeling it again. Like wow, what what a what a role he's been on lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so and I know Bobby, you love when I bring up plus minus, so I'm going to do it again. Alex oh. DeBrinket and Shane Pinto were minus five. Do you know Hart? Like, That's a tough so I looked it up. <laughs> Like there are, I get minus one, minus two. doesn't really mean much. Yeah, minus five. So the team record, the franchise record is minus six, held by Carlson, Yanni Laukinen, and Darren Rumble. Minus five is held by uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other guys. You have to be, oh, I'm going to like, okay, so you explain minus five to me. I think it's horrendous. You try to defend it. I can't. I don't. I don't want to. But I'm going to tell the might be the best story in coming in hot history because I was in the game with Carl when he was a dash. He was a dash uh, six. Um, we're getting we're getting absolutely whacked out there um, to the point of like that we're you're never going to laugh, but you're like holy hell, boys! Like get off the ice, get that thing over the red line, get off the ice, and let the next guys deal with it. Um, but Carl was racking them up, and after the first period, it was like two or three, and then it was you know three or four. I remember I, I went back to our lounge and I always went back there to tape a stick to kind of get away from the room for five minutes. I would just tape my stick, reset. And Carl came back and, you know, he's kind of prancing around and he's not real mad. He's not. And I said, Carl, you can't win the tournament on the first day. <laughs> you, you need to save some birdies. You need to save some birdies for the back nine on Sunday. And he just looked at me. He's like, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Every time I go on the ice, the puck's going in the net. <laughs> it was incredible. It was, it was, I will never forget it. I will never forget it. But that's, that's one of I mean, five, minus five, you can't defend. There's no, I have nothing to say about that wall other than um, maybe they had their guy on three of them. <laughs> The only thing I the only thing I could say is when you're when you're a winger, you can sometimes get a lot of shitty changes and some bad luck where the guy changes on the back chip, you just step on the ice and you watch the puck go in your net. That can happen a couple times in a game when you're just going dash two right away on that. For 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 D for 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 Carlson. That's pretty good to go minus six in a game. That takes a lot of <laughs> diligent hard work to go down. My record, I think, I all, I think I was dash four, but to you, that almost goes to your question earlier, Wally. When you go and just nothing's going right, and and you and all of a sudden you're minus four, minus five, and it's it's uh, it's almost unexplainable. It's 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 one of the great mysteries of the hockey world, but. Um, it's just, it's a shitty, it, it is a really bad stat, especially, yeah. and I will defend wingers, especially for wingers, because many times wingers have nothing to do and they're just, in a, they're like innocent bystanders at a crash site. They're watching, they're watching, oh shit. <laughs> it's just, it's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling because you're getting the minus because you're on the ice. Yep. Uh, this is perfect. So this. There's a couple of things. One, Yorkie, uh, minus four is not your worst. Uh, it also minus, shows you didn't read five. the notes because I put in the board 
uh, you were a minus five. Uh, I thought so. On I thought I said minus five. November, no, you said no four. November second, nineteen ninety six. Um, you faced the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I was going to see if you remembered this game or not. Uh, Yarmir Yager went three goals, four points. Ron Francis, one goal, four points. Peter Nedved, two goals, three points. Um, a 7-3 Pittsburgh win. Do you remember being minus five against Ron Francis, Yarmir Yager and company? Was that, was that with the Duckies? You said 90, not 96, right? November 96? No. Uh, yeah, it's Ottawa. Ottawa, Pittsburgh. Oh boy, I think I remember that. I think that's when Jacques Martin came in between periods and hoofed me in the shin pads and told me to wake up. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> just came in in front of the team. Are you gonna effing wake up? And then right in the shin pads, just drop drop kicks me in front of the team. Man, wow. I remember watching I remember I remember watching the tape of the guy on Carolina when he said he got shook by the coach. Uh, I got, got his shoulder shook really hard, and that was bullying. And I'm like, really? You thought you were bullied because the, sh the, the coach grabbed your shoulder a little hard and he shook it. Well, how about getting kicked right in the shin pad in front of the team and told you're awful? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I, think I deserved of, it. Uh, yeah, a lot of what happened to you in your day would not fly these days, eh? <laughs> No. Oh my God. Even though, yeah, Tough enough. Yeah. Nothing. You're no kidding. No. Aww. No, Yorkie. We can't condone this. Uh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> moving on. By the way, Redden, Redden and Pitlick uh, plus one somehow in that game. Um, Where are they plus one? It, it's just oh, interesting. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Degg was minus you know what, four. Though, I'm just curious if you were. Last thing. It. Last thing I'll say on plus minus is defensemen can really you can manipulate that stat. Because when the D changes after you make the breakout pass, unselfish D will change right away. Get off the ice, set your next guys up for success. Guys that care about plus minus, they'll skate up the ice, watch, 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 watch. Are they going to score? Are they going to score? Oh, shit, they, they're not scoring. I got to change now. But if they score, they race back to the pile, go celebrate with the guys, get the number, get the number. make get sure the, they yeah. can see it up and get the number. See, I'm on the ice for this plus. Yes, yes. Because that, don't forget, back in the back in the nineties, you have guys up in the in the bird's nest there at the four hundred. They're up there, and they're looking at plus minus, seeing the numbers. So a lot of guys were very strategic, as Bobby said, and making sure the good vis good visibility, so the guys up there can see the numbers. It was plus minus was a was a good arbitration stat too. Don't forget, so guys guys really cared about yep. pluses, um, and especially D. Man, they could the smart D know how to manipulate it, man. Well, and Jock, yep. uh, a lot of people may not remember this, had a staff of, I think, eight statisticians in the press box. He was <laughs> one of the guys that used to love to have statistics, and he would read them in between periods. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe he's a little bit ahead of his time somewhat when it came to he statistics. He was, he was. Uh, it, and he, like, he was all into that stuff. And good, I mean, good for him. He was a great teacher, but he uh, delved into all those numbers. Bobby, you should have seen. So this team, early Ottawa days, we were a very average team, but we practiced the smallest little things. We had the ice times listed down every game, and if guys were over 45 seconds, you heard about it. If you didn't dump the puck yeah. in, it was either a soft chip or a hard rim, 
you heard about it. If, if, if you like just little things like that. So that's why we won. Like we beat the other teams at those little things because we had to, because we weren't very good. Like we were just a yeah, young team, is, but yeah. Yeah. It, it is was, amazing. Uh, what, but going, Matt, you, like, what going to detail can, can do like in games. If you just get the little details, right. You can be in a lot of games and then hope if hopefully things go well, it's kind of, that's, Oh yeah, it's kind of where the Suns are now because they can they can run and gun. They can you know they're not very good defensively, but they if they if they pay a lot of attention to detail, they can be in a lot of games yeah. and they got a great power play. For sure. Who Bobby was your most detail oriented coach? Uh Guy Boucher. <laughs> like you guys, you guys <laughs> easy, guessed, easy answer. Would you would you guys guess that? <laughs> um, oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, that, but I'm yeah. like maybe Randy yeah. Carlisle. I don't know. No, Randy was uh, <laughs> no. Randy, Randy gave you a lot of freedom. He gave you freedom from the you know top of the circle down kind of thing. But um, but yeah, when you were playing the system, um, you had to be detailed or else it didn't work. So it, he was. We practiced it every day. I mean, it was a great. It was crazy. Wow. Uh, yes, I do remember. Uh, Gee is very like Gee's locker room was a, something I'll never forget when he changed over the locker room. All of a sudden, yep. three new whiteboards came in. He took out locker stalls to have these in. He had quotes around the yep. top of the room. He installed four clocks. Like, couldn't you just turn yeah. around and look at one of the clocks? All of them were different yep. times anyway. They were all off by like a minute. Um, it was yeah. just, he, and I, the one thing I remember, if I'm not, he sat all the players by their lines. I think that's how he started um, the year, if I'm not mistaken. Was that him? Well, yeah, but then he realized that I don't think he can do that, you know, long term. But we started, we started yeah. next to who we, you know, who we finished with, and then he, then he got to a place where he, he, he started to know guys by their, uh, the next year anyway. He, he started to know guys by their personality. So like he understood that I wanted Pyatt when I was getting ready. So he put Pyatt next to me because the guy never said a word. Um, and then he put me at the end. Yeah. So he, he started to figure out. He, he had an incredible pulse for the room. I will give him that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You liked him as a coach, right, Bobby? You liked him a lot, eh? As a coach? I loved him. I loved him. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So your favorite coach? There's a, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. He got yeah. yeah I think he got the best out of me at times. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. 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 I, like I, I will say there's very few that played for him that complained about him. Um he had lots of interest intricacies and stuff and very detail oriented. So some players who want to be freewheeling don't get involved in that and don't want to be part of that but look what he was able to do with the success he had with the players certain players yeah. he had like i i still think he deserves more credit than perhaps what he gets because uh he was so i'll say would you call him regimented bobby yeah yeah he was and for himself he was very militaristic in his approach right like i he had to he had to yeah. be a certain way every day to get through practice to get through games and um, and it's, you know, his routine must have been exhausting. I don't know exactly what it was, but he was, there's never a day, there's never a time when you're at the rink and the coach isn't, right? But he's always going, mm -hmm. going, going, and he, he always looked like he'd been there for hours when you were, when you were wheeling in. Um, so I appreciated that about him for sure. But um, he was also really, I mean, you guys talked about it. He, he never made a skate from, you know, mid-April when we started the playoffs the rest of the way we never we never practiced we never skated because rest was a weapon but yep. um but he was like no he's like my, my guys have it down he's like there and why would I mess with a good thing if it's got to be 36 hours between games that's fine they're doing things right 
Oh God. I'll tell you, it's, you just brought up a memory for me there, Bobby. It's speaking of like practicing and resting. So Barry, Barry trots, right? Uh, great reputation. Won the Jack Adams. When I had him in Nashville, our practices were so easy. And we had this, we had this reputation of this hardworking gritty team, first national team to make the playoffs, but we would go on for practice and we'd have a standing bet after practice to come off and we'd check to see sweat droplets on our, on our, on our, uh, long johns. And we're like, Oh, it's, it looks no like a two way. beater today, guys. We got nothing going on today, boys. But, but we had wow. a, I think he was a little bit ahead of his time because 82 games, you're practicing all the time. You, so many teams before would just grind guys to the ground. You, you, you'd finish a game the next day, you come to the rink and you practice hard. You never got a chance to recover. But uh, yeah, I would say Trotsy was, I don't know if he's doing it on purpose, but he was ahead of his time because it was the same thing. We always had lots of gas left in the tank for uh, for games, but man, those were funny. I remember coming off the ice, yep, nothing today, boys. Got no sweat going on here. <laughs> We'd get back and laugh about it. Uh, but hey, it's yeah, it's true though. Hey, how, like how many coach, how many coaches have you had earlier on in your career where you're just you you play, well, then you come to the rink the next day, you've lost weight, you still haven't recovered yet, and you just you're always exhausted. I mean. You know, we arguably had one of the better lines in hockey with Getzlaff, Perry, and I out west. Um, and we were playing, you know, anywhere between 20 to 24 minutes a night because uh, we were we were a line-and-a-half team, but we would come in the next day, and it didn't matter how many minutes you played or how the game went. You were doing three-on-three three down low, three drills in. And you're doing you're doing neutral zone, and you're doing – I mean, you're grinding, and you're doing one-on-one. And there's a good approach to that. But everybody wondered why we struggled later in the season because, well, those three guys yeah. in particular – they're fucking exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. you, you, you know, like pregame skates, Yorkie were like thirty-five minutes, forty minutes at times. Yeah, it's crazy. Espe especially Anaheim too, because the travel's the hardest. I know we we yeah. both know what it's like there. You got you add an hour because you can't find Orange County. The ice conditions are terrible. So when you skate in the pond or whatever it's called, the Honda Center, you got to work twice as hard. <laughs> and we you're pratsing on do. that it's shit. So true. It is, eh? Like, is it not the worst? I don't know if it's any better now, but when I was there, that ice was so bad. Like, especially for skill it's guys, bad. it was always bouncing. Just terrible. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst in the league. So, Yorkie, you didn't mind it. <laughs> oh, not when you're last. Not when you're not when you're last guy. Not when you're last guy trying to keep a puck in and it's freaking bouncing at you, and you're like yeah. forward bearing down on you. No, it's you know what I heard. A, I heard a rumor that when they built it, they didn't put in the proper ice compressor. They didn't compression machine. They didn't put it off. They finally fixed it, but there's just something with that arena late. that makes it was too late. Right? Yeah, it's just it's never yeah. going to be good. No. Interesting. You said uh, when we played in the Cup final there. In 07, I walked the concourse and it was it's all marble, right? And they said it's there awesome. was so much money left over in the budget, they were able to marble the front the whole first concourse level. <laughs> so maybe they should have put it in the compressor. Yeah, right, instead no of the kidding. marble floors. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why they yeah. Uh all right, I'm way behind. So uh first and foremost, this show is always brought to you by Botano. Go to botano.ca or download the app. Uh get a hundred percent welcome bonus up to five hundred dollars. Uh, they are fully licensed in Ontario and are starting to become the industry standard. Uh, their uh, odds are fantastic. Uh, we will get to Yorkie's lock of the day a bit later in the show. Of course, he's 4-0 and 
Um, so we'll see if that continues. Bobby sitting at three and one. Uh, so he's way behind. <laughs> I also, this show loosely being held together today because we're 26 <laughs> minutes in and I don't even think we've even started half of it. Uh, Renfrew Pro, go to RenfrewPro.com. Yeah, it's it became story time. Uh, Renfrew Pro is the uh, industry standard when it comes to pro hockey tape. They are the uh, inventors of shin pad tape, as it is, Polyflex. Uh, pick them up at all major retailers. That includes uh, Canadian Tire, Pro Hockey Life, Sport Check, uh, and uh, Source for Sports. Uh, pro uh, Renfrew Pro. Go to RenfrewPro.com or also follow them on uh, Instagram at Renfrew Pro. They give away lots of stuff all the time, so uh, follow them for sure. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay. Uh, as we said, Tim Stutzla, which seemed like a lifetime ago now, had a four-point game. The guy's on fire. Uh, Seven-game point streak. I think it's 12 points now uh, that he has collected. Uh He's got now uh, 28 multi-point games in his career. He just passed one Jason York for 36th all-time on the Sen scoring list. 120, yeah, tough day for Yorkie. 126 points yeah. for uh, Tim Stutzla. And he becomes the youngest ever Ottawa Senator to reach the 50-goal mark. Of course, he did 50, 51, and 52 uh, only guy under 21 years of age. So he's still got time to add to that uh, before his birthday, which is in like five days, I think it is. Um, I, I know we've talked about Tim Slutz in the past, but uh, I guess, Bobby, as a scoring star, uh, what do you see with, with Tim's game? And does he, like, would you say he's the best player on the Ottawa Senators right now? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think that that much is close. I I told you guys what I thought about him when I played him live. I he's, he, how much better he was than what I thought I knew um, from watching on on TV. It, it he's an incredible player, incredible talent. I like that he can score a lot of different ways. He can shoot, but he can find he can find his ways into those tight areas around the net. Um, not afraid to bang away at rebounds, which is you know you know Yorkie can tell you that's where guys get their cookies, right? If you can if you can score a variety of ways, mm-hmm. but you can get into the paint and 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 not only get into the paint, but make a stick handle in the paint, elevate the puck. Like he can do all of these things. Um, 
so to answer your question, yes, he is. I, I think he is. And I mean, this has to be a tough day for Yorkie because I, I didn't open the nerd report, Yorkie, till this morning to find out that you moved out to 37. But uh, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, tough day. Not, yeah, listen, he just friggin' crapped on me on the way by and he's, he's not stopping for a long time. We, uh, listen, we've been talking about Stutzless from, from day one. I, I'm not surprised. I know Bobby's not surprised. I was trying to think, though, of a player right now in the league who he kind of reminds me and i'm gonna pick a guy he's he's a different shot but you watch matthew barzell play in long island Mm -hmm. just the way how easily barzell gets the puck and i call him like an auto zone entry and people have no idea because when you watch when you watch stutzla play you're like oh you just take it he's got the puck he's skating all of a sudden he's in the zone and all of a sudden he's got a scoring chance that is so hard to do at that level I think anybody that ever has an opportunity to go sit down ice level instead of being up higher would be absolutely shocked at how fast things happen on the ice. So yeah. for me, Stutzla's game, it's all about its all about skating and edge work. I think I caught one of DJ's yeah. press conferences the other night, and uh, I think DJ's been listening to the show because he described, uh, just joking, he described Stutzla ex- exactly how we always talk about him. It's edge work, it's skating. And he's just, he's at a different level. He's at a different level than 99% of the guys out there. Uh, I agree with Bobby. I I think he's Ottawa's clear-cut, most talented player, although I put Shabbat in the conversation as well because of Shabbat's uh, skating and and talent. But Brady's the heartbeat. Brady's the pulse. When they do get to the playoffs, um, when that is going to be, you're really going to see Brady Kachuk in a whole different level, man, in a best of seven. I can't wait for that. But Stutzla, for yeah. me, no question, most talented, most gifted, and uh, most fun guy to watch, too. Like, how many guys yeah. do you say, I would pay money to watch that guy play? Stutzla's on that list for me. He's just, he does he does things other guys yeah. can't, and that's, and, that's, and that's really, for me, what pro sports is all about. I want to go watch someone that's going to entertain me, and Stutzla for the most times is, is that guy. Yeah. Great answer. Um, I'd pay, yeah, I would, I would pay money to watch him play. Great answer. Um, and <laughs> you know, good answer. Good answer. Since like, I, yeah, I, little family. <laughs> hey, time constraints. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, by, by the way, uh, Tim Stutz has scored all those points, the, uh, seven game point streak. Uh, eight goals, four assists, 12 points, all since he's returned from that, which looked, looked to be a serious shoulder injury. Uh, yeah. He only missed, I think it was four games in back in the lineup. Uh, all right. Um, as we move on to the Send Skills competition, brought to you by Montana's, when it comes to skills, they can cook up a mean steak. Now they don't always do it properly, but when I, because I'm just joking about uh, always cooking them well done. Uh, go to Montana's, as Bobby says, Monday is what, Bobby? Do you remember? Monday. Monday is uh, you just put me on the spot and now I'm drawing a blank. Half price wing night. Oh, yeah, it's okay. wing night. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm up in. I'm up in Canada in about ten days, and I I'm not there on a Monday, which is a shame. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping you can afford the full price wings, but if not, I can probably splurge <laughs> for the other half for you. <laughs> I have no. I have but no anyway. problem walking. Uh, hey, I got uh, no shame. I will walk in there with a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> oh me too oh, yeah. gift cards are the best yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway 
as we're starting to get back out in uh, going out for the games and stuff, whatnot, uh, Montana is the place to go. They have a location in Canada Centrum, not far from the rink. If you're going there tonight for the Nashville game, uh, go to Montana's. Try the half price wings. Okay, um, so uh, I know that Bobby, you perhaps were busy yesterday with all the cotton candy. I'm gonna trivia give you some questions and see if you can know. Do you know who won fastest skater yesterday for the Send Skills competition? I do. It's Castellick. Are you? So, all right, we'll get to that. I'm very, oh, wow. So you've been on Twitter. Uh, hardest shot. No idea. Um, no idea. Perfect. I only knew, I, I was being honest with you guys. I just happened to see a tweet and I saw Castellick won the fastest skater. That's it. Um, uh, I, I had zero interest in participating in the skills competition, let alone watching one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who do you think was the hardest shot on the team? Hamannick. Okay, uh, that is wrong, but uh, I will show you in a second because we've got a fancy board. And who do you think uh, was most accurate shooter? I'll go with uh, I'll go with Batherson. Okay, so you're wrong. Uh, which which always makes me happy sometimes. It's, uh, all right, Alex, we can show the board. The most accurate shooter is your buddy, Josh Norris. Um, hardest shot, Wait, Drake oh, Batherson. Yeah, that one's surprising. That, that one's, yeah. Yeah, that's surprising. You know what? And not to I think take you, anything I think away I, from Mark Castellick to do with that first one because i didn't know norris competed I, I figured he was out with the shoulder injury still so you kind of let you know you steered the witness there pal <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen <laughs> if you can't check on twitter that's not I, I just give you the notes okay fair enough fair enough i, I gotta be more diligent yorkie um, i gotta be more diligent man <laughs> Yeah, check the notes, check the game. You know, this day, though, while we were talking about this before we came on, a lot of times it's the most obscure guys. I liked Bobby's answer with Hamannick because it's yes. usually a D-man that takes a low slapper because you figured out if you keep your shot low and the hardest shot, it usually registers higher for miles per hour. And then uh, you never know. Remember Colin Greening that one year? Greening was fastest skater, hardest shot. Like, why isn't this guy scoring 40 goals a year? Well, because it's a skills comp cont contest. <laughs> it's a little, a little different when you put 10 guys on the ice. But uh, there's... Jared well, Cowan I also getting, think... Yeah, Jared, Jared Cowan getting downhill for a 105, so you're just like, yeah, but I, I played with him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Like, there's a few of those guys. Freddie Kleisen. Um, yeah. And I yeah. find one... Oh, uh, who's the defenseman? You would have had him, um, Czech defenseman Bobby, that one fastest skater one year. Uh, he was, oh God, Ivan Chernik's cousin. Oh God. Slovak um, defenseman. Oh. Now I'll have to look him up. Yaros. Christian, Christian sure. Yaros. Yaros. Christian Yaros. Fastest Yaros. skater. I was like, what? Um, Mark Kastelik won mostly because Tim Stutzlow was flying around the net. He's, I think he's going too fast, ends up having to spin and turn around. Uh, and so Castlick gets the win, but good for Mark Castlick. He's had great training off season. Uh, he's put the work in, but um, you always see like, it's never the veterans like Claude Giroux, no. any of those guys who, you know, that pretty good at shooting at targets. They just, they're not there for that. They want the kids on the bench and they just want to sit and do yeah. nothing. 
Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And a, also, nothing. Ne- what, Bobby never to. Yeah. Draft oh, it's a draft now. They right. come over and they're like, yeah, they're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm going to sit there and my back's going to hurt by the end of it. Um, but I'm going to hold my kid and I'm going to pop out there for four shots and we're going to call it a day. <laughs> yeah. The most popular position the older guys want is see on that video right now. You'll say, I'll be the passer there. I'll, I'll pass out the biscuits there for accuracy <laughs> shooting. And then you'll call a day. Right. You'll go get your kids, sit on the bench, enjoy it. Last thing you want to do is faster skater. Because you're gonna either wipe out or you're gonna blow a groin. Like that's the one. Yeah, There's not yeah, a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. Claude Giroux, Holden, or any of those guys are going near that one. It's uh, oh my. You always, too. You always There's nothing. Young guys. You always laugh at the guys that have to do it because they have to go through their warm up like beforehand because you, oh. you can't go out there cold and do it. And you just you're just sitting there. Oh. I was always just sitting there having to chew, waiting to get out there. <laughs> like, yeah, <I> just, <laughs> <laughs> you guys do that. <laughs> You yeah, won no, uh, accuracy uh, once or twice, no, Bobby? I won that a few times. Yeah, yeah, maybe more than yeah. once or twice. I think I had a good running. Remember, I remember Clark Ricard and I went like three or four rounds after the fact because we couldn't. We they put one target up and we yes. both went one for one, one for one, one for one. Uh, we we and had he fun. beat you. He did. Yeah, he beat me on that one. Um. Anyway, how do you know it, that? By the, the way, fans, how do you know? Do you got a log? Of, how do I know of, that? Of, of all the stat, of all the. Uh, I what, used to keep the notes. Yeah, and so. Oh my god, the, the nerd report. Must, that printer very... must be hurting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gone but, through my third like... one this year. <laughs> um, that year, Freddie Clayson registered one hundred and six point nine, and Mike Hoffman was the fastest skater. Uh, in, yep, in that particular year, that one doesn't show. So, anyway, wow. moving on. Yeah, which I don't believe they're they're dialed in right because Jared Cowan, if I'm not mistaken, Bobby, you brought him up. I think he hit 113 one year, like it was just yeah. a stupid number, and we're like, I remember, you know, yeah, I remember yeah, that too, but yeah, no thanks. Talking about skills so contests is like talk is like. Talking about skills contests is like talking about someone's fantasy football team or the time you got beat in poker. It's just, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right we got, week. Uh, I gotta hear it because I've been thinking. We're about off to now. the next. Yeah. So, okay. Before we get there, um, on to our next sponsor, Reed. BEI, by the way. Uh, Bonisher Excavating. I don't know why they put up with it sometimes. Uh, go to BEI, BonisherExcavating.com. They uh, are civil, heavy civil engineers. Also, all your aggregate needs in the uh, Ottawa Valley. They uh, look after you. So just give them a call. 613-432-1120. BonisherExcavating.com. BEI, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Uh, now, on to the lock of the day, brought to you by Botano. Uh, Botano.ca. Uh, they, by the way. Uh, great odds. I guys, I'm going to admit I took the bet on the team Canada gold medal game for the checks only because it would have had a big payout, but I didn't make the, you did, I, I lost. You didn't listen. Yeah. You didn't listen. Yeah, no 20 that. bucks, 20 bucks was $130 payout. Yeah. yeah why not? What if the goalie had it off day? Yeah. He almost got it. He almost got it. Almost sure. doesn't so, get enough though. Anyway. 
I was hoping slightly at the end that there would be an overtime win by the Czechs. Uh, okay, so the lock of the day. As Ottawa hosts Nashville uh, tonight. Uh, Nashville, by the way, just on the outside looking in for their playoff spot. Ottawa still sits seven points back. Yeah. Nashville on the road right now is on fire. Three wins in a row. 4-0-1 their last five. 4-1-3 and in their last eight road games. Um Oh, by the way, Danny Heatley today, or sorry, uh, Brady Kachuk will tie Danny Heatley for the most games played at 30th on the franchise list at 317. Um, okay, I'm going to, I'll let Yorkie go first since you're in the lead. It's like being able to tee off at the next tee box uh, first. So who do you take? Nashville, obviously, is the uh, odds on favorite to win this game. Are they the odds? Really? I, I'm surprised Ottawa at home is not the favorite here. But we're just picking straight up winner, right? Yeah, that's, you can, that's yeah. Like, you don't have to pick the odds. Uh, okay. Um, you know, if I think about bouncing back, Ottawa's been playing some great hockey. You throw it that last game. But I'm going to go with my gut here, as they say in that commercial right now. I'm going to go with my gut. Um, I'm going to take Nashville, guys. I just think... We talked about this details. Nashville's a very detail-oriented team. They never beat themselves. They've been good on the road. I think Ottawa. I think it's going to be close. Ottawa's the favorite. Uh, Ottawa's the favorite. I apologize. Yeah, that's what I thought. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take Nashville on this one. I just think their goaltending's been great. They've been good on the road. It's a big game for them, and I think they're going to. I yeah. think Nashville's going to squeeze squeeze out a tight one here. So, going to put the streak on the line and go with the Predators. I like it. I like I like I like where your head's at. I'm, I have, I'm going to go the other way only because I I happened to see these two teams play last time and it might have been the worst hockey game I've watched in a long time. Um, but <laughs> oh, you were I, there. That's right. But, got... Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. I yeah. I wished I was anywhere else after about five minutes. I was like, that cost me thousand bucks. Great. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with 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 the home team. Um, because I think there's going to be a bounce back after the giving up eight even strength goals. I'm I'm basing everything off of that, um, and I hope I'm right because I got I, like I, I got to pull in the pull in the tie for first here. <laughs> uh, I'm not Ottawa feeling good. I'm not two. feeling good. Yeah, I'm not feeling super confident about my pick, but I'm just I got one of those. You know what? It's one of those bad gambler feelings because when you go with instincts and feelings, you usually lose. But I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Nashville lost 3-2 on December the 10th in Nashville as Ottawa came away with that victory. I I think it's a Nashville win, and I don't even know who you start in goal. I'm going to guess it's Cam Talbot gets the starting goal, obviously. Yeah, but I would think. I, I think it's a Nashville. I just think they're playing too well. They're hungry for that playoff spot. And Ottawa, I'm not sure, mm -hmm. is able to bounce back right now. Like what? So, all right, yeah. Bobby, you're in I'll the be room. I'll be, you've, yeah. You, no, no, but you've just lost – a tough game in front of your fans. You gave up eight goals. What is said in the room, or if anything, going into the next game? Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to relate to what DJ would be saying. Um, but my guess is that he said a lot about what York and I said. This we're flushing. We're flushing. Tomorrow is a tomorrow is a really bad day to have this game be in front of um, with send skills. But let's let's enjoy ourselves today. Um, park this one, and then we're going to come ready for pregame skate. My guess is pregame skate is going to be a little more upbeat this morning. 
Um, he's going to show some video, but not, but at this point, you don't want to, you don't want to think back that way. So he's going to show Nashville and he's going to show some good things and some positives and pull from there and say, Let, let's turn the page here. Let's turn the page and let's have a night. Let's get back on the horse. Yeah, I agree. D- DJ is a positive guy and I would think yeah. he's got to be really happy with, like, just think about the start. This, the start was so bad. He has a real good thing going. The team was playing well, power play, the goaltending was great. And all of a sudden you got a bump in the road. Uh, uh, he's not even going to be concerned with it. He's going to go all positive. He's going to do a short and sweet video session of the mistakes that were made. They probably already did that and they've already moved on. Uh, so it's, it's so much of this game's in your head, Wally. He wants to just keep those positive memories that these guys have had going for the last, whatever it's been, three weeks and, and build off that. You don't want to go negative. Yep. So it's, uh, it's all positive. They move forward yep. and, uh, yeah, that's that's how you got to do it. Any coach that's going negative after that, uh, I would be shocked. I agree, uh, Bobby. By the way, next time I would like you to do it in a DJ Smith voice if you're going to say what DJ is going to do. I want to see if you oh, can okay. copycat. Oh, yeah. Can you do the DJ right. voice? I, I don't think I can. I give me a week and I'll, I'm going to nail it though. <laughs> <laughs> that's your assignment. I'll be, I'll be ready. Is uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. But if it, as it, players, it'll, it, it'll be nice, yeah. Wally, to do a little bit of work because I can't, I can't just continuously keep coming back to be the good-looking third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's. I guess that's fair. Um, yeah, God, God love you just for helping bring the look of the show up. Uh, well, you're the only guy that's good. You got a hairdresser in that house of yours. You're the only guy that comes on with perfect hair every time. It's just like it doesn't move. It's like a sculpture. It's look at that. Yeah. I got I, out of bed at seven fifty-one, which means it's nine minutes before we record the show. Um, <laughs> I listen. It. I don't spend a lot of time on it, uh, as you can tell. But I, I was able to quickly shower and get ready for the show. I just want to look presentable for you guys because when you're the, the least best looking guy on the show, you got to try and do what you can. Yeah, yeah, no. That's fair. The bottom 33% oh. has to grind. Oh, yeah, See, ah, yeah. that's why I put together the notes. I just try to I just try to come up with my way to be productive with the show. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Um, keep, keep it rolling. <laughs> I well, for that, uh, we have a show tomorrow. I want to see what's gonna ha- oh the last question I have, sorry, Yorkie, is I meant if you put up that kind of game. And in in particular, perhaps if you're Alex Dabrinkit or Shane Pinto, that was minus five or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Is there, do you get much of a leash when it comes to the next game or do you have to perform? If you're Dabrinkit or Pinto? Yeah, yeah, like Uh, uh, basically anybody, but maybe specifically for those guys who had arguably one of the worst defensive outputs they've had as players. Well, if, if if you're a guy that was just called up and you played your first game, you're not getting a long leash. <laughs> but if you're yeah. if you're Pinto who if you're Pinto who's the second line center and you're Debrinket who you're trying to wine and dine so he considers considers staying here, you, you got a long leash. Yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 yeah. not, you're not getting benched. Don't worry Fair about enough. it. Hey. Uh, and you played both those guys. <laughs> Hey, both those guys could have caught her. McGregor walked in this morning, and it would have been just fine. 
<laughs> There's no care in the world. <laughs> it's, it's, hey, this is, listen, the hot, the dressing room is no different than the office. There's, there's certain people that can get away with more and it's just the way it is. It's, it's the way the NHL is now too. It's the, the, the players yeah. have so much power. They make so much money. Um, it doesn't work anymore. And I'm not saying DJ is an easy coach or it is, but it's, it's the, uh, the being hard on guys and whipping guys to do what you want doesn't work anymore. So, and it's anyways, that's just the way it is. It's everybody knows that. I'm not saying anything. that's not surprising here. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, gentlemen, we have a live show for you on Tuesday, uh, 3 PM Eastern. Ian Mendez is going to stop by and join us. Uh, so I'll be the fourth best looking guy on that show. Uh, but I will do what I can to help. Anyway, uh, have a great Love Monday. It, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. See you, boys. See, see you, guys. Fellas. Thank you.